The NBA schedule for next season is officially out. Which matchups are the ones to watch? Did the league do a great job, or were teams snubbed on big days? Plus, the latest on LeBron, the Lakers, and other trade rumors. It's all on this episode of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. What's good, everyone? It's Jordan Pekili, now and host of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. First up, of course, the NBA schedules were formally released on Wednesday. Uh, opening night, it was revealed that the Warriors are getting their rings against the Lakers, and the Sixers play the Celtics both as part of the TNT doubleheader. In addition, there's also the Suns versus Mavericks. That's going to be a good one. Plus, the Pelicans versus the Nets, with the returns of Zion Williamson and Ben Simmons. You also have the Magic versus the Pistons, the Jazz versus the Thunder, Welcome to the League, Chet Holmgren, and finally the Knicks versus the Grizzlies. MLK Day, another marquee matchup there with the Heat versus the Hawks and the Suns at the Grizzlies. And Christmas Day, this one caused a lot of controversy. Wow, we got the Bucks versus Celtics, the Sixers versus Knicks, ay ay ay, the Suns versus the Nuggets, Lakers against the Mavericks, Grizzlies against the Warriors. So this was relatively surprising on account of there's no Hawks, Nets, or Clippers on Christmas Day. In my view, the NBA really went 3 for 5 with this schedule. Uh, The Sixers and Knicks, I'm not a huge fan of that. The Suns versus Nuggets, uh, lukewarm. Maybe it could have been a uh, better matchup with at least one of the teams playing someone else, perhaps. The Grizzlies versus Warriors, that's very interesting for their fans, and the NBA world is cringing at the uh, sight of those two playing on Christmas Day. And now the Hornets made history in a bad way, of course. They're now the only team to have never played on Christmas Day. Yikes. Other matchups to uh, take note of. The Warriors and Celtics meet uh, December 10th in the Bay and on January 19th in Boston. The Bucks at the Sixers on October 20th and the Celtics at Heat on October 21st. There's also quite a few notable returns for several players making their uh, homecomings. Jalen Brunson faces the Dallas Mavericks on uh, December 27th, and DeJounte Murray and the Hawks play the Spurs on February 11th, and Gobert and the Wolves take on the Utah Jazz on December 9th. Now I have an article that was released for LastWordOnSports.com giving my thoughts on how the NBA schedule release was handled, That is going to be at the link of this episode. And of course, you can catch all of my weekly articles there on lastwordonsports.com slash basketball. And now moving on to some of the marquee matchups to watch in the 2022-23 NBA season. Of course, you have the postseason repeats with the Bucks versus Heat, Bucks Celtics, as well as the Wolves and Grizzlies, just to name a few. You also have the Battle of the Youngbloods going on throughout the course of the year. With the Thunder versus Pistons, Pistons against the Rockets, Rockets against the Magic, Magic against the Kings. Uh, just, of course, any matchup involving any of those teams will certainly be one to look out for with the amount of young talent that they have acquired through the draft, through this draft, and previous ones as well. Of course, you cannot forget about the Battle of LA, the team with 17 championships versus the team that's beaten them the last seven times in the regular season. Oh, wow, scary. 
Of course, the Lakers are really under a lot of pressure this season. No surprise there, to be honest with you. They're a team, of course, that's known for their winning legacy, but they haven't done much outside of the 2020 title in the last five or so years. Their recent history of disappointment after the title puts a lot of pressure heaped onto the front office, coaches, and players. Darvin Ham has preached a culture change in LA, and it's very, very much needed, especially with the fact that the Lakers played Golden State and the Clippers in their first two games. And not to mention the 12 games, the first 12 that the Purple and Gold have, not necessarily a cakewalk. Golden State, Clippers, then you have the Blazers at Nuggets, at Minnesota, uh, again versus Denver, against the Pelicans, then the Jazz, Cavs, at Utah, at the uh, Clippers home floor, and against the Kings. So like I said, not going to be easy for the most part, really going to be a test for this uh, new look Lakers squad. Trust me, we're not done talking about the Lakers just yet. On Wednesday, it became official that LeBron is staying with the Lakers. The King signed a two-year, $97.1 million extension to to stay in LA. It signals that GM Rob Palenka might not be done making moves. Now, Woj also reported that the $97 million could increase to $111 million if the salary cap increases in 2023-24. Reports also say that LeBron has privately been adamant about the Lakers needing to, quote, upgrade the roster by trading for Kyrie Irving, according to The Athletic. Dave McMenamin also noted that LeBron knows LA could wait until the trade deadline to make a major move. Now, Nick Friedel, who covers the Nets for ESPN, said that Brooklyn might revisit a deal with the Lakers now that LA is willing to offer both future first-round picks in a potential deal. So things are getting a little spicy in La La Land. And finally, we've all been waiting for the domino to fall when it comes to trades, but this one just might work. The New York Knicks and Utah Jazz have just reopened discussions surrounding a potential trade for Donovan Mitchell. And according to ESPN, New York could offer any of the following. Eight first-round picks, including three swaps, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes. I mean, New York has a treasure trove of assets just waiting, and I mean waiting ever so patiently to uh, be included in a deal for Donovan Mitchell. But the Jazz also, according to some reports, have other deals outside of New York that they favor a little bit more. Now, if a deal goes through between the Jazz and the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and whatever New York has left of the young core could look really nice next season. I'm not going to lie. There could be a potential play-in or playoff team. Now, the NBA has pretty much reached the uh, dog days point of the offseason where fans are just... Uh, their patience is thinning, let's be honest. Their patience is really starting to thin when it comes to all these trades, uh, the trade rumors at least. So it'll be very, very interesting to see how uh, the Nets and Jazz handle their respective situations, what comes of a potential KD or Kyrie or Donovan Mitchell move, and how the uh, how those decisions impact the NBA season going forward. And that's a wrap on this episode of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. Thanks again for listening. I'm Jordan Feckley now, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, be well.
Peace.